In this episode, I want to share with you the three core things that I did to get my business past $20,000 a month and to $50,000, $70,000 a month and beyond. And what's interesting is the three things that I'm going to share with you are not the three things that you might think or that I thought was needed to get to that point when I got started. It has nothing to do with raising my prices, it has nothing to do with the quality of my product. These three things were the things that I learned and I want to share with them with you so that you can apply them in your own business. You are now entering a new paradigm. So here is my issue. I wanted to find the answers to life's biggest questions. Things like, how do I become happy and live with purpose? How do I make more money doing what I love? And what does it mean to be truly successful in all areas of life? My name is Josh Forty, at Josh Forty on Instagram, and I ask life's biggest questions and share the answers with you. My goal is to help you find purpose, happiness, and open your mind to new realms of possibility by helping you think differently about everything you do, know, and understand. On this podcast, we think different, we dream bigger, and we live in a world without limits. This is a new paradigm. Welcome to the Think Different Theory. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Think Different Theory. My name is Josh Forty, and we are on episode number 48. Welcome back to the program. And uh, you're going to have to excuse me because I am getting over a sickness, actually uh, a very bad sickness. I was um, in bed for a couple days, came down with like headache and cough and sneezing. And so uh, I'm having to stop the podcast episodes here as I record them to blow my nose. So I hope that I can make it through here. So forgive me if uh, I sound a little bit stuffy because I am. But I'm very excited for today's podcast episode because today I get to dive into a little bit more of my creative zone of genius, which is sales and business and teaching you guys about that. Now, I've made this podcast more than just a business podcast. It's more about life and about success in general and thinking different in life to get what you want out of life and kind of living in a world without limits. But today, in today's episode, we're really just going to dive in and talk about business. And this is geared more towards business-minded people or people that want to own their own company. However, that being said, If you work for someone else, especially like a startup, this would really be helpful. And maybe someday, you know, you are going to start your own business and you just don't have it now. Um, This would also be very, very good for you as well. See, the number one thing that I asked myself, like the big question that I had for a while last year was, how do I get past $20,000 a month in revenue consistently? Like I'd have a good month to where I do like 40 grand and sometimes even like 50 grand, but I couldn't consistently get past that $20,000 mark because like I'd have a 40 grand month and then I'd have a five grand month, right? And so it all balanced out to be about twenty dollars to $25,000 a month and I could really never get over that hump. And I feel as though right now there's a lot of entrepreneurs in that space or in that spot right now where maybe you've had a good month uh, you know, and, and, and you make 20, 30, 20 or $30,000, but right now you're stuck somewhere between that ten dollars and $20,000 a month mark. And I was stuck there for s- several months, right? Probably six or seven months last year that I couldn't get over that hump. And I tried everything that I could think of, but I just, I couldn't seem to get over that. I would be like super focused and I would try to be like, I'm just gonna be super disciplined today. None of it worked um, because when I would have a good month, the big problem that I had was fulfillment. I'd sell all these services and then it would take me a couple months to actually fulfill them and I wouldn't have time to go prospect and it would just be this huge mess. And so if you're not to this point yet, 
and you're, you know, maybe you're just starting out and you're not quite there yet. A lot of these principles will apply to you as well. Maybe just not all of them. And maybe you, you know, you won't have the money to put in place some of the things that I'm going to talk about here today, but it's still really, really good information. All right. So for those of you that don't know, I have an agency where we do um, marketing and like funnel development and traffic and stuff for uh, businesses that have existing products. We, we try not to work with startups. We want to work with people that already have revenue coming in so that they can pay our prices and so that we can really sit down and do a really good job for them. And we've gotten some amazing results for our clients and uh, we've really helped them grow and scale. Uh, they've spent tens of thousands of dollars with us. Uh, some of them even spend like twenty or $30,000 a week with us when it comes to traffic. And so we've had a lot of experience doing this, but only recently within the last three months have I been consistently be able to hit over that $20,000 a month mark. I think last um, month we did over 60,000. We're on track to do, I don't know, between 60 and 80,000 this month. And then next month we'll probably hit $100,000 a month and continue scaling. And I try to be very open and honest and vulnerable with you guys to kind of show you the ups and downs and the struggles with this. And so for me, I was like, man, if I realized the importance of these three things that I did six or seven months ago, I would have doubled down on them and I would have like taken off, right? I mean, it just would have changed my life so much faster, so much sooner if I would have understood the importance of these three things. Now, what I'm going to tell you is probably something that you may have heard before, but I want to explain to you why these three things are so important and why when you apply them, life and your business will become a breeze and you'll be able to take on more clients, you'll be able to make more money, you'll be able to get more done, and quite frankly, you're probably gonna end up working less. Like, I don't even feel like I'm working as hard as I did when I was only making ten dollars or $20,000 a month in revenue, and now I'm making two or three or four times that, and I feel like I'm working less, and I'm gonna go through that process here with you today, all right? All right, so let's dive in. The three things that I did to get past that $20,000 a month hump or between that 10 and $20,000 a month hump. So when I first got started into entrepreneurship and in this entrepreneurship realm, I would basically take money from anyone that was willing to give me money because I had a wide variety of skill sets. I'm naturally talented at a lot of different things and I spent a lot of time learning about a lot of different things. So if someone would come to me and be like, Josh, I want you to build me a funnel. Boom, I'd charge them 2,500 bucks or $5,000 for a funnel and go do it. Somebody else would come to me and be like, I want you to build, or I want you to teach me sales, or I want you to build my Instagram account, or I want you to show me how to create a Facebook group, or I want to show you how to do this or that or whatever. And I would get all these one-off gigs and I was like, this is great, right? I'm making money, people are paying me, I'm making more money than I ever had before. And so I would see these other people, like more successful people than I was, and they would only offer like one or two products and I'm like, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you offer 10 or 20 or 30? You can make so much more money. And what I realized was, as I was going through, they kept offering one or two products and I kept offering lots and I got stuck. I could never get to their level and they kept scaling and I did not. I was like, why is that? Why is it that I offer more options, I can serve more people, but I'm making less money, all right? And so I thought about that and I really studied it and I looked down on it. Well, there's a couple reasons behind that. The first one is because when you're doing a bunch of different uh, products and services that you're offering, you can only take on so many at a time and you will max out because you're not doing the same thing over and over and over again. So you're not able to just automate it and really get good at one thing. 
You're doing several different things. And so your brain power is scattered and your focus is scattered and you're constantly learning new things on like, oh, how to do this and then how to do this over here and then how to do this over here. And you're, you're constantly learning new things, which is great, but it's also slowing you so far down because you're not just able to quickly identify what the problem is and you're not able to bring this exact same result every single time so that you can truthfully tell clients, yes, these are my results. This is what I've done. This is who I'm able to, you know, like these are the results that I'm able to get. And so when I just picked one thing and doubled down on that one thing and was like, I offer this service to this type of people, all of a sudden my business really transformed and I started getting a lot more interest and I was able to actually take on more and make more money and charge more because I was very, very clear on who it was that I was trying to serve and the result that I wanted to bring them. Now, this is going to tie in very closely with point number two that I want to make. So I kind of want to go right to point number two right away and tie this in so that you understand this fully. All right. So point number one is get very, very clear on who it is that you want to serve. Because when you get clear on who it is that you want to serve and the result that you want to bring them or that you can bring them, then you can go and you can create your marketing messages and you can create your funnel messages and you can create like, you know, everything, your branding and what you're known for around that specific thing and become that authoritative figure in your space that people are going to come to you for. All right. So like you've got to get super, super clear on who it is that you're trying to serve and the result that you want to bring them, all right? And so that's the first thing that I learned through this process. And when I did that, oh my gosh, I started getting a lot more business inquiries because I got known for that specific thing. So then point number two, which we're going to dive into now, I'm doing this and I get super, super clear on you know what I'm trying to do and I start getting all this work and I have more work than I've been able to do before, right? Like more work than I've ever seen, but I can't actually fulfill it all. Why? Because I'm like trying to do it all. It's more than I can handle and I'm trying to do the, you know, the onboarding and I'm trying to do the closing and I'm trying to do the, you know, fulfillment and I'm trying to do deliver deliveries. I'm trying to do client communications and I'm trying to customize each thing per client. And so I'm like, yeah, we'll do this for your client or we'll do this for you over here. We'll do this for you over here. And so all the products that we were selling, all the services that we were offering were different and they were customized for each person which in theory sounds great because you're like, yeah, we'll customize it for you or whatever. But unless you're charging a ridiculous amount of money for customization for everything, you're actually gonna lose a lot of work and you're going to go crazy because you're not gonna be able to fulfill on it because that's exactly what happened to me. And so point number two that I learned was that you have got to create systems and processes and have everything documented and written down of how you do things. You've got to be able to say, okay, this is exactly how we, you know, get a client on the phone. This is the, you know, the, the onboarding process that we send them once we close them. Here's how we collect payment. Here's the, the time frame upon which we are going to build whatever it is that you're building for them or the service that you're providing for them. This is the, you know, the way we communicate. It's all done in one specific place. And you don't make exceptions for that because here's the thing. Once you get clear on step number one, which is figuring out who you want to serve, 
the problems that they have and how they operate are all going to be very similar because you're not working with 10 or 20 or 30 different types of clients, right? And so if you're serving, and I'm just going to pull this out of thin air, if you're serving chiropractors and you're running Facebook ads for them, right? They're pretty much all going to look the same. Like there might be a couple little variations and obviously like the messaging might be different, but at the end of the day, the way you close them, the struggles, the the supplies that they're going to need, the support that they're going to need, where they're going to communicate, how they're going to communicate, what they're going to expect, all that is going to be the same. And so if you get really clear on who it is that you're trying to serve, it becomes much easier to build these systems and processes on the back end. And when you have standard operating procedures and systems and processes in place to be able to take care of absolutely every single step of your journey or every single step of the process, all of a sudden it becomes so much easier because you don't have to think about what comes next. And you know that as long as you follow the process, you are going to get the same result. Now, for the first couple months of me trying to put systems in place, I really struggled. I really was like, uh, why isn't this working? I'm trying to create systems. And the problem was, is that I was trying to create systems in my head and I had an assistant, right? So, so like I would talk to her and I'd be like, we're going to do this, 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 and this. And we would get it wrong almost every time, or we would get like 90% of it right, but we'd mess up on something and have to go back and fix it. And so what we started doing, which was a complete game changer for us, was just documenting and making checklists for absolutely everything of what the procedure was. And we would never do a new task unless there was a system that we were building with it. And we gave ourselves permission to adjust and to tweak the systems and the processes and the procedures as we put more people through it. But if it was worth doing one time, it was worth putting a system and procedure in place. And so what I would do is before I would do anything, I would think about what are all the steps that need to be done and I would write it out on a whiteboard and then I would have a meeting with, with my assistant and I would say, okay, I want you to take this information and I want to put it into a, a checklist and I, we have a folder for all of the different standard operating procedures for everything that we do. So for example, if somebody is a potential client, we have a procedure of what form that they send over or we send over to them and the application that they have to fill out. Then there's the exact procedure of how we get that back, on how we book the call with them, on the information that we send to them, a procedure on when we notify them and remind them of the call, a procedure that I go through on the call. After the call is over, there's a post-close uh, procedure. Any information gets sent over and documented and put in their folder. Once they become a prospect, they get a folder created in one folder and all their information is put there. If they sign and become a client, we have another like procedure where it goes from one to the next. Uh, their onboarding documents get sent over, how we communicate with them gets all sent over to them. Um, now we have a team of five now total working with us. Each specific person knows when their, um, like when their proj projects and, and uh, assignments are there and everything is documented every single step of the way. And now we know that it's going to work every single time. And it took us several months of tweaking and testing and learning like what's going to work, what's not going to work. Did this application do well or did it not do well? Do we need to adjust the onboarding document because we didn't have all the information? And we gave ourselves leeway to be able to go and figure this whole entire thing out. And when we did that, the more clear we got, the better we could get 
our procedures. So we'd be like, yep, we definitely don't want to serve businesses that don't have an offer already. So guess what? Instead of on our onboarding uh, document saying, hey, do you have an offer? And if so, what is it? We just said, what does your offer look like and entail? You know, and like, what's the selling point? And then like, how are you currently selling it? And so that way we eliminated the possibility that they don't have an offer because that would look way different when we're building the funnel processes on the back end. And so we just got really, really clear. And then we put the systems in place with absolutely everything. And we made sure that each person was going through and doing their job and communicating back and forth on what was working and what was not working. And I'm going to tell you, we didn't get these systems in place the first time right away. Like we didn't get them right. We had to adjust and it took several times and we're still going back and perfecting everything. But the more clear we get, the more efficient we become. And now because I have those in place, I'm able to take on and accomplish so much more work and so much more business because the same type of person is coming through that sequence and we're going to pump out the result. And it's documented so clearly that anyone, whether they have experience or not, could come in and we could teach them that process. And I hope that makes sense. It's got to be documented in such a way that not only you know what's going on, but that if you were to bring someone in, you could teach them how it goes down and what the process is there. And once I did that, my entire life changed forever. All right. So that's step number two. Step number one, get very, very clear on who you're serving and the result that you want to bring them. Step number two, once you've figured that out, build the systems in place and document them in such a way that anybody can understand them and make sure everything is very clear and continue to adjust and tweak them until there are no holes in it, until it's a completely turnkey process throughout the entire process, all right? All right, next, step number three. Now, I'm gonna be honest with you. This step number three is by far, it has been by far the hardest thing for me to do But as I've done it, been the most freeing, liberating, and amazing thing that I've ever done in my life and in my business, all right? And step number three is hire the right people, delegate tasks to them, and let them be in their creative zone of genius, and then stay out of their way. And that last part was by far the hardest for me, and I still struggle with it and will continue to struggle with it for my whole life. So... I would go and when I had, um, there was a team of three of us when we first started putting these systems in place. It was me, my business partner, and a full-time assistant. And I'm a control freak. And so I would go and we got really, really clear on who it was that we were trying to serve. And then we went and we put all these systems and operations in place. And guess what? I would micromanage everyone. And I'd be like, I know this is, you know, your process and I know this is your job and your responsibility, but I want to make sure that you're doing it even though they had to check off the checklist and I could just go back and look when they were done. I was constantly like, are you doing this? Are you doing this? Oh, uh, tell people this. Uh, Communicate with the customer this way. And they'd be like, Josh, this is our job. Like we know how to communicate to them. And I had to go and I had to learn how to let go and delegate responsibilities. Well, guess what? I've done it in the past and I've gotten really burned. And I've gone through and I've been like, nobody's doing what they're saying. Like, what I'm telling them to do. No one's following the systems. No one's following the procedures. No one's understanding. And that's because I didn't put the right people in their creative zone of genius and with what they wanted to do. 
And so I have kind of this like open door policy now. And I mean, I know it's virtual since I'm online, but any of our employees can come to me at any time and let me know if they're not fulfilled or if they're not like, they don't feel like they're in their creative zone of genius. And I've had someone come to me and they've been like, Hey Josh, like I'm happy doing this stuff for you, but I'd much rather be doing X or I much rather I'm like more good at like, I'm better at this thing over here. And so I want to keep everyone in exactly where they're smartest and best at because they're smarter than I am at there. And if they're doing what they love to do on a daily basis, they're not going to complain. They're going to do the best possible job and they're never going to want to leave. And so when we hired our latest person, we brought him in and we're like, okay, what are you good at? And you know, they went through the personality test or whatever. And we're like, okay, this is where you need to be. And we got really clear on that. And then I just delegated and let go. And it was the hardest thing ever. And now we have separate departments of who's responsible for what. And whenever we go in and need a role filled, we find the person to fit that role, all right? And we kind of, we even do it in such a way where we like, we kind of build the role around the person a little bit, where we like, we figure out how we can best fit. Like we'll find someone that's like, okay, really, really creatively good at, let's say, um, I don't know, let's, let's say like for a project manager, all right? And I'll be like, okay, we need a project manager. And then we, we, interview a couple different people and we find the one that we really like and we go, okay, what's your creative zone of genius? This is the type of projects that you're going to be doing, blah, 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 blah. And then they're like, yep, I can do that. And then I go, okay, what are things that you would like to see in this role that would make this better for you and would make your job more efficient and would help you bring better results? And we kind of customize things and, and really put them in the roles and give them the responsibilities that they enjoy most so that they're most fulfilled and that they're going to get the best results. And when I did that and I built the systems and the processes and had them go in and fulfill on those, oh my gosh, it was the biggest life changer ever. I mean, truly, truly the biggest life changer I've ever done. And so now like I don't deal with a lot of fulfillment in my company, all right? That department is entirely my business partners. I'm responsible 100% for sales and lead generation. And it took a while, it took like a month for us to get the communication process down and the systems down from onboarding, like sales and onboarding to fulfillment and delivery because we had to make sure that we're in constant communication there. But I don't worry about delivery and my business partner does not worry about sales, uh, lead generation and closing. And so we're in our creative zone. And then my business partner manages the team of funnel builders or ads managers or you know ad creatives or different things like that. And I don't have to touch any of it. And so it allows me to be in my creative zone of genius and not feel guilty about passing off work to that I don't want to do to other people because I always felt really guilty about that. I was like, well, if I don't want to do it, why would somebody else want to do it? But what I learned was that Different people like doing different things. My business partner loves fulfillment. She doesn't want to be in the spotlight. She doesn't want to have a large audience anymore. She just wants to get client work, do it, pass on and make a bunch of money. And I'm like, sweet, I'll be out front. I'll close deals. I'll do sales. She doesn't want to do any of that. And then the people that we hired underneath her, like they are in their zone of genius. And when we did that and we tied that with systems and procedures that were well-documented and have you know correct accountability checkpoints. And we did that on top of getting very, very clear with who it was that we were serving, 
we actually have a real business and we're going to scale to a hundred thousand dollars a month. And hopefully by the end of the year, you know, 200 or $250,000 a month and have a multi-million dollar business all by following those three simple steps. It's amazing what that can do for you. And so I want to, I want to recap and go over those really quick to make sure that you understand this, because if you implement this, I promise you, your life will change. Number one, get super, super clear on who it is that you're trying to serve and the result that you want to bring them. Because when you do that, everything else is going to, going to be built off of that. Step number two, build the systems and procedures and document them in order to effectively close onboard, create, and deliver your product or service for your clientele. Don't do too much customization unless you're charging a very high amount for that because you should be targeting the same type of person. That's why step number one is so important to where you're getting the same exact result over and over and over and over again so that you don't have to continue adjusting your operating systems and procedures. Step number three, hire the right people delegate work to them, let them be in their creative zone of genius and then get out of their way. Let them do what they do best and really promote honesty, really promote open communication and let them know that if they mess up, you want to know about it, not so that you can punish them, but so you can help them. And so you can go through and make sure that everything is going smoothly. When you have those three things in place, your life will change. And I can say that very confidently because my life has changed so drastically since I did that myself. Those three things changed my life. And so for the business owners out there, the entrepreneurs out there that are struggling, for those of you that are out there right now that are like, I don't know how I'm ever gonna get past $20,000 a month or past $10,000 a month or wherever that hump is that you're stuck at, I've been there and it seems surreal. Now, I want to leave you with this because this was a very big struggle of mine and something that I ran into that I didn't realize was going to happen. And I want to encourage you not to let this happen to you or if it does to get through it. And that is delegating and scaling is going to be hard. It's going to be scary. You're going to feel like you're giving things off to people that they don't want to do. You're going to feel guilty about having the time freedom that you're about to have and the money that you're about to make. You're going to self-sabotage along the way. I did it. Many, many other people have done it as well. This is normal, but you can't let it stop you. You have to remember that you're creating things to solve problems and make life and business easier. This does not mean that you will not have struggles and not have problems. Just because you're eliminating problems does not mean all of them are gone. The first couple weeks are going to feel like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. But then you're going to run into more problems. Why? Because you've shifted your focus from one area to another area. And that area just happens to be your creative zone of genius. The thing that's going to make you more money or have more success, help more people. And the people that you're delegating to, they're also going to run into issues and problems. So the problems aren't going away. They're shifting and you're solving the problems as you go and you're creating the systems to solve those problems so that you can go out and solve bigger problems so that you can go out there and help more people. It is just a different type of problem. It's a different type of guilt. And mentally, you need to work past that and move past that because you can't let that sabotage you or stop you from going out and building your business. And if you can get past that, and I know it's hard, don't feel guilty about it. 
Just move on and understand that you're doing your part to make the world a better place by building this business. And you're actually doing a disservice to people to not do it. It's going to be hard. It's a mental game more than anything else. A huge, huge mental game. But once you get those things in order, your life will change. And once you can get past that shift, then you can go out and really create impact. Now, if you guys want more help on that, if you're like, Josh, I feel like maybe I need some coaching on this. You're like, I really need some you know, mental coaching or I really need some, you know, somebody to come in and help me get my mindset right. Hit me up on Instagram and uh, we, you know, we can talk about that. That is something that I offer. I'm not trying to pitch you on anything here if it's not for you. But if you're like, Josh, like, where do I turn to have that accountability partner? Where do I go to you know, help get my mindset right for some more one-on-one personalized mentorship? I do offer that, so hit me up and let me know if you are interested in it and you are financially able to invest, of course, um, because I do offer that. Not trying to pitch you anything, but if that's something that you're interested in, let me know. All right, guys, I hope this episode helped you. I know it's a little bit longer. It's about a 30-minute episode, but it uh, this fundamentally changed my life and my business, and I know it can do the same for you. If you found this podcast episode helpful, please do me a favor. Hit me up on Instagram, at Josh Forty, and just let me know if you liked it. Let me know if you want more episodes like this or less episodes like this. That would really, really help me, and I'd love to hear your feedback on this or like what you want to learn more of. Like, Josh, I really like that episode. Could you talk more about blah? I'm happy to do that for you. Let me know, at Josh Forty on Instagram. All right, guys, as always, hustle, hustle. God bless. Do not be afraid to think different because those of us that think different are going to be the ones that change the world. Do something good today for someone. Fill up their tank with gas, buy them a meal. If you don't have the money, smile at someone, rake someone's yard, just do something today that makes the world better. And collectively, we can make the world a better place. I love you all and I will see you on the next episode. Take it easy, fam. Peace. Yo, what's up, guys? You've been listening to the Think Different Theory with myself, Josh Forty, which I like to call a new paradigm of thinking. And real quick, I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread this message of positivity and making the world a better place is if you leave a review, a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. What that does is it basically tells the platforms that this is out on, that you like my stuff, and that I'm doing something right. So if you could take like three seconds out of your day and subscribe, leave a rating and a review, I would be forever grateful for you. Also, I want to hear from you. I want to know your feedback, your ideas, and your questions for future episodes. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram in the DM at Josh Forty or via email contact at thinkdifferenttheory.com.